What's up? What's up, COH? Hey, listen, this is your boy, Reddendale, and this is your Hope Vitamin. I want to get right into it, if you don't mind. Y'all know it's a new season. We are excited. And so I want, if you wouldn't mind, to turn to 2 Corinthians, the 5th chapter, the 17th verse. I'm going to read it. It's going to be at the bottom of the screen. Y'all can read it right there. You can pull out your Bibles. Whatever you want to do, you can do. 2 Corinthians, the 5th chapter, verse 17. And it reads, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The new has come. The old has gone. The new is here. The old is gone, and the new is here. Now, I know that this is a very familiar scripture, and I want to, on today, I want to use as a hope vitamin, and I want to prescribe to you, don't miss what's new for you. Don't miss what's new for you. I, I, I had to be honest. I was sitting uh, there as the other day, and, and God, uh, he, he said he wanted me to ask all of us this simple question, and that was how many of us even know what it means to become new? In, in other words, how many of us are so impacted by our past traumas and negative experiences that it has crippled and paralyzed us from becoming the best version of ourselves. How many of us believe that what we currently have is all we are worth? Uh, how many of us have grown so accustomed to our old that we can't even comprehend when God is sending something new right in front of us? We all know that on yesterday, the seasons change. And in fact, we talked about it in the introduction. And, and winter gave way to spring. And no matter how much winter tries to hold on and hang around, it will have to. It will have to bend to the will of a new season. Barren trees will bring forth new leaves and empty gardens will bring forth budding new roses and long dark nights will bring forth long sunnier days. That's because God is constantly showing us that the same way he created seasons to change and to experience newness is the same way that God created you and me. Uh, the, the scripture says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. What excites me most about this scripture and this text is that, that it says all things have become new. Not most things or some things or a good amount of things, but the word of God says that all things have become new. So why are we living in a season that isn't promoting newness? Why are we accepting old behaviors and old habits and old attitudes that are contrary to the new God wants us to become and to experience? Why have we allowed ourselves to stay stuck in seasons of heartache, pain, and struggle when a new season of healing, promise, and victory is available to all of us? My assignment this morning is very clear. It is to convince all of us, don't miss what's new for you. It is to persuade us to move beyond 
who we used to be so that we can grow into who God created us to be. It is to help to leave places of desertion and isolation so that we can finally arrive at places of elevation and promotion. It is to remove negative thinking from our minds so that we can insert prayers of promise and provision. It is to take off old garments of sadness and hopelessness so that we can put on tailored made outfits of gladness and praise. And I dare you right where you are to tell yourself in this new season that I will not miss what's new for me. That's right. I, I, I refuse to miss what's new for me. And I just want to stop and give you this one point, and I'm going to deal with this in the next two Sundays and how we don't miss what's new for us as we find ourselves in this new season. And I believe that today I want to share with you that sometimes the greatest stumbling block to the coming and experiencing our new is our inability to stop replaying things that we can't change. Let me say it again for those in the back of the internet room. I said it is important for you to stop replaying the things that you cannot change. There are things that we've done and things that have been done to us that no matter what we try to do, we cannot change. We cannot fix it and we cannot remove it from our lives. The challenge is, is that we spend so much time replaying those things from our past that it damages and sabotages our ability to experience what could be our new. Our minds replay the breakout so that we don't believe in the newness of love. Our, our minds replay the mistakes and the bad choices so we don't believe in the newness of God's grace that looks beyond our thoughts and sees our needs. We, we allow our minds to replay the trials and the traumas so that we don't believe in the newness of the testimony. We, we are consumed by replaying what we can't change, that we don't have the mental capacity to think about the new things that God has already prepared for each one of us. And how can we ever experience and become new when all we keep reminding ourselves is of our old? Uh, they, they, I want to share with you this story. There was a, a puppy that was at a dog shelter waiting to be adopted. And a man came to the dog shelter and he saw the puppy and he opened the cage with the puppy and called the puppy to him with his hand out. And when the puppy got close, uh, the man hit the puppy as hard as he could in the puppy's face, and then he closed the cage and he left. A week later, a second man came to that same uh, a dog shelter, and, and when he got there, he, he also saw the puppy, and, and, and when he saw the puppy, he, he went to the cage, and he opened up the cage, and, and, he, and, and he called the puppy to him, and, and, and he had his hand out, and when the puppy came and got close to him, he, he, he hit the puppy as hard as he can, he, and then he closed the cage, and he left. Uh, uh, two weeks later, a third man came to the dog shelter, and he was an avid pet lover. 
and, and, and he loved dogs and he had heard about the abuse that this puppy had taken at the hand of others. And, and when he got there, he, he, he knew he wanted to take this puppy home to a loving and caring environment. And he, and he got there and he opened up the cage and, and, and he called the puppy to him. And, and the puppy came and the puppy was slow coming to him and, and he had his hand out. And, and when he got, the puppy got to his hand, he bit that man right on his hand. And, and they, see, you have to understand the putty was not biting the man, but he was he was biting all of the past experiences that were replaying in his mind. He could not let go of the old to now experience what was about to be his new reality. And the truth is, that is why some of us are stuck in the old and we're unable to move into the new because when the new possibility comes, we keep replaying what happened the last time. So we end up biting our blessings and we end up snapping at our breakthroughs. And I'm not saying that we are supposed to ignore what has been done to us and what we've had to go through and the lessons that it has taught us. But what I am saying is that when something new comes our way, we can't automatically discount that God may be doing and bringing into our life something that we've never experienced before. And of course, I know that many of you may be saying that, Rev, how in the world can I know what's new for me is from God? And I'm so glad you asked because I believe that there are four things I want to share with you that can help you in this season to not miss what's new for you. The four things, the number one, I, I believe that if you're not going to miss what's new for you, you got to pray about it. That, that's right. Pray about it. Sometimes we need to merely ask God a simple question. Is this new for me? That's real simple. That prayer can be the very thing that keeps us from missing the new that God has for us in this season. Jeremiah 42, 3 says, pray that the Lord our God will show us what to do and where to go. Now, the second thing is not only do you have to pray about it, but the second thing is you got to test it. That's why being study strong is so important because it allows us to match up what we see with what God has told us in God's word. Second Timothy, the third chapter, the 16th verse says all scripture is inscribed by God and is useful to teach us what is true. Y'all hear that? to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. So we got to pray about it. We've got to test it. But then, y'all stay there. We got to do this right here. We've got to wait for it. That's right. The third thing we got to do is we got to wait for it. Because in a world that is so full of instant gratification, sometimes we've got to learn how to be patient and just wait until God gives us the clarity and the direction in which we should go. I, I, I'm a firm believer that when the timing is right, that God will let you know. But you got to wait for it. Psalm 27, 14 says, wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. Now, the reality is that not everything in life will always be clear. 
There will be times when we will do all of the above things mentioned and still be uncertain about a new thing. So not only do we have to pray about it, not only do we have to test it, not only do we have to wait for it, but the last thing we have to do is we got to learn to trust God to finish it. Because what I've learned for myself is that God will never leave us hanging and God will always finish what God started. Philippians 1, 6 says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it out into completion until the day of Christ Jesus. I have to admit this right here is one of my favorite scriptures because it reminds me that no matter what, no matter the challenges, no matter the obstacles, no matter whatever is in front of me, that God is the one who is pulling the strings. So even with the bad things that may come our way, the beauty is knowing that God still uses all of it to work for our good and all of it is to help us become brand new and to learn in how to live in the newness of life. So as we get ready to enter into a new physical season of spring, I'm praying that we will prepare ourselves for what God is sending new to us in our spiritual season. Because there is never a season that God brings us to that does not require some old to leave so that the new can come. Let, let me say that again. I said there will never be a season that God brings us to where we will be required to let go of some old so that we can receive our new. Isaiah 43, 19 says, see, I am doing the new thing. Now it springs up. <laughs> I like that. Uh, do you perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. In other words, God will replace what was there with something that was not. And we got to make sure that we aren't still replaying the things that we can't change so that we don't miss what's new for us. COH, I just needed to share that with you this morning because I believe that this is your season not to miss what's new for you. This is your season not to let something go past you that God was sending to you. This is your season to receive the blessing and the miracle without guilt or shame of what was in your past but believing and knowing that God is sending it in your present. And all you got to do is open your hands and say, Lord, I receive this new. I receive the new me, the new blessings, the new breakthroughs, all that you have. I receive it in Jesus name. COH, this is your hope vitamin. Inject that in your spirit and receive the newness that God has for you and the newness that you are now becoming. God bless you. I love you. Throw your seeds in the air. So listen, y'all, I'm going to show you how sometimes God, in the midst of what you're doing, will do a new thing. 
um, I had the whole vitamin and I, I was doing this part right here and, and, and literally God shared the past. He said, that's the word right there. He said that we're going to stay right there. He said, now you see, the thing is you always have to be ready for when God's about to do something new. Sometimes it'll catch you off guard. Sometimes you weren't even prepared or thought it, it was going to happen, but all you had to do is be ready. And that's what I want to share to you right now. I, this is it. The whole vitamin is now. This is the word for today. Don't miss the new that God has for you. And, and for somebody right now, that new may be a new walk. In other words, uh, uh, all of us who are saved understand that we once had a walk that wasn't in line with God. We were doing our own thing. We were off balance. We weren't able to really get to the places that we were trying to go. We weren't really walking in our purpose because we had not yet connected with God and salvation. And so I, I first want to make sure that you got a new walk. And the way you get a new walk is you accept Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior of your life. It is just that simple. That some of the old stuff that has been haunting you and, and then holding you hostage and, and, and you haven't been allowed to shake some of the reasons you can't shake it is because you can't shake it by yourself. The old will always have control over you if you don't have the power of Jesus Christ and salvation that he gives to us freely. So I offer to you a new walk. I, I, I offer to you Christ to accept Jesus Christ in your heart, to believe and know that he hung on a cross and died for you and that God raised him from the dead so that we all could be saved and walk a new walk and live a new life. Old things passed away. The whole right now, if you accept Jesus Christ, you are becoming new. So if that's you, I want you right there in the chat just to say, that's me, Red Bill. I, I want to give my life to Christ. I, I want to experience this new walk that you're talking about. And, and, and somebody on, on our staff will make sure to get connected to you. And we already right now are excited because we know that there's a new walk that you are about to experience that's literally going to allow you to walk in your purpose, to walk in your destiny, to walk in your dreams, to walk and your aspirations and the old stuff is starting to shed off of you even right now. But maybe you're already saved and, 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 and you want a church home and you've been watching us online and you're like, you know what? I, I need to grow in Christ and I would love to make Communion Hope my church home. And if that's you right there, you can put it right there and say, I want to join this church today. That's what I want to do. I, 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 I already got my walk, I need a new church. I, I, I need a new family. I, I need to connect myself to folks who are trying to live this thing out. And, and, and I say this all the time. If you're looking for a perfect church, don't look here. Because as soon as you join any church, that church, if it was perfect, is no longer perfect. But the reality is none of us are perfect. We have all sinned and we've all come short of the glory. But what we are do, we are striving to become better. And I would love for you to become a part of the community of hope church family. And then the last thing is, you know, um, sometimes we can just get off. We not, we not, we know we're not where we need to be. We're not really walking the way we need to be walking, doing what we need to be doing. Uh, 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 and we falling off. We, we kind of, Need, just need to rededicate our faith. 
And, and the beauty is, is that God, no matter how many times we mess up, God is still there. No matter how many times we fall to the side, no matter how many times we, we, we do that same thing that we said we weren't going to do again, all we got to do is say, God, will you forgive me? And I, and I want to repent. I want to change. I want to turn from what I was doing. I want to become new. I want to, I want to get back my new walk, and I want to get back to then who you've called me to be. So if that's you today, I want you right there in that text, I want in that chat, I want you to say, I, I want to rededicate my faith. So we thank God right now for those of you all who have uh, uh, chosen to make Jesus your choice. And today, this is your new walk. Or today, we thank God for those that this is your new, this is your new church family, community of hope. Or today, you decided that you needed to get back. And today, you're rededicating your faith so that you can continue to walk in the newness that God has for you. And so we're excited. And I just want to pray with you and for you in this moment. And I want to pray for all of us as we continue to not miss what's new for us in this season. God, in Jesus' name, we just want to say thank you. God, we are grateful in this moment. That right where we are, you hear us, you feel us. God, you accept us for who we are. But God, not only do you accept us for who we are, God, you also accept us so that you can then help us to move to another place in you. God, we thank you, God, for the new things that you are bringing into our lives. God, old things are passed away. Behold, God, we are brand new. The old is gone <laughs> and the new is here. God, help us to see the new so that we can accept the new, so that we can walk in the new, God, so that we can live new. God, when I looked at my hands, my hands looked new, and I looked at my feet, my feet did too. God, help us to see the changes that are needed to take place in us so that then we can be used by you to help somebody else change and come to know the newness in their own selves. God, we thank you for this moment. We thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for those who gave their life to Christ. God bless them, God, and allow this week to be a week that they never experienced before. God, we thank you for those who joined Community of Hope, and we ask God that you would bless them, and, and not only, God, are we thankful, God, for what we can offer and give to them, but more importantly, God, we thank you for what they can now offer and give to us. We are a better church today because they joined. God, we thank you for those who rededicated their faith. God, strengthen them, undergird them, and help them to feel your power and your presence and help them to feel the shift, God, of the stuff that's been trying to hold them back. And we thank you, God, that as they made that decision to rededicate their faith, God, that this week will be a week in which they will see, they will see it with their own eyes you doing, God, the new thing that helps them to get back on track. So, God, in Jesus' name, I just want to say thank you, and God, we give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless y'all, C-O-H. Hey, listen, I love each and every one of you. We'll see you back here on next Sunday. 
That's right. It's the good old Sunday morning hope. If you didn't get a chance to give yet, you still got the opportunity because y'all know if there's one thing we don't want to do, we don't want to rob you of your opportunity to be faithful over what God has given you. So right there, you can give. But most importantly, y'all go out here and don't miss nothing new that God has for you. I guarantee you it's going to be a bomb week this week. And you're going to experience some new that you never even knew was coming. And I thank God and I agree with you on it already. Now, enjoy the rest of your Sunday and have a blessed, blessed week. Throw your C's in the air, C-O-H. We love you. God bless.